and Bruce. So it's eight o'clock. Um, see, I got one more thing. I got to start here. I got to start the the online recording. So uh, there we go. Got the online recording started. Uh, good morning, everybody. Let me get my face moving here. Get my get my face moving here so that uh, you can all see that I'm actually sitting here in front of you. Uh, good morning, everybody. My name is Steve Miller, better known as Kelly's dad. Thank you for joining me this morning uh, for another IMTS uh, webinar. This is the monthly. Let's see, what is it now? We gotta, you, you know, I just want to make sure that we all understand that 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 I'm straight on on where we are because we're doing so many webinars to provide you, uh, you know, you the exhibitor. We're also providing webinars that are kind of general in nature. We're sort we're so we're sort of inviting everybody, attendees and exhibitors, to participate in those. Uh, we're doing multiple webinars per month. Uh, some of them are live, like today. Uh, we're actually doing some that are just pre-recorded webinars and that are being uploaded to the imts.com education webinar library. Uh, and let's see what. Uh, so so what have we got going? We've got so so every month between now and the show, we're doing things. We're doing uh, marketing webinars for the exhibitors. We're doing operations webinars for the exhibitors. There are multiple uh, uh, presentations of those because there are so many different areas of exhibiting at IMTS that we want to help you with. We're providing you with inter uh, information. We're providing you, providing you with interviews with a number of the service providers. I did an interview with uh, uh, um, uh, CDS uh, last, last month, uh, and uh, that has been uh, uploaded. So you can learn about lead retrieval things like that. We're going to be doing some more about sponsorships uh, pretty soon. And, uh, and then and today is a marketing webinar for, for the exhibitors. And it's kind of going along the lines of, you know, what I've been doing every month is I've been trying to kind of set up the different uh, areas of importance for getting you ready for IMTS from a marketing perspective. Okay, so uh, you know how you can. I mean, obviously, from an operations perspective, there's an awful lot of things in your e kit that you have to pay attention to. Uh, but I want, but uh, I also want to help you go to the show. Uh, I want you to get ready for the show ahead of time. I want you to do pre-show promotion ahead of time. I want you to go to the show, and I want you to, I want you to hit the ground, so that when you are uh, there at the show, you are maximizing your return on investment. Now I asked the question, now if you notice down below I've got a chat section going on. It's not a Q&A section. So in other words, everybody can see everything on there. And uh, of course we're recording this uh, and uh, we will be archiving this afterwards for j just for your own, for everybody's safety's sake, you know. Uh, when I, uh, when you ask questions on here, please feel free to ask questions. You can certainly comment with each other. Tell everybody where you're from, what you're doing, what the weather's like, stuff like that if you want to comment. Uh, and uh, and anything that I'm talking about, feel free to ask questions. I will try to be monitoring this uh, to follow with those. Um, something I would also encourage you to do, and I would like I would like everybody to try to think about doing this uh, sometime during the program, and that is to uh, share 
if you've exhibited before, it doesn't matter whether it's at IMTS or whether it's at any other show uh, anywhere around the world, because today I am talking about the tools for contacting prospects. In other words, what can we do before IMTS, between now and IMTS? And we are, see, this is May 17th, so we're see May, June, July, August, September. We're four months away four months away, so we really need to be thinking about um, the dog barking in the background. Shaka, be quiet. Hey, no, I'm, I'm busy. Don't disagree with me yet. Uh, so uh, anything that moves outside, this guy's going to be barking. Um, and so what was I saying? So we're four months ahead of time. We want to be sure and um, set up pre-show communications in advance, pre-show promotion, pre-show communications. So so important, so vitally, vitally important to, to your success at IMTS 2016. So please, please, please uh, be ready to do that. But what I would like for everybody to do, if you've exhibited before anywhere, uh, please uh, pop in a little note that tells us uh, what you did uh, at a show before that worked for you, okay? Uh, and... Uh, you know, because there are, there are things that people do ahead of time at trade shows that don't necessarily work very well. But if you did something that did work, uh, please feel free to share it with us so that everybody can see can can see that that idea. You know, unless you feel like it's really a secret, you know, and you want to keep that a secret as well. But today, I'm going to be talking about um, how uh, about the tools. You know, in in and what we've talked about in the past. If you have not been following us. Uh, um, you know, and uh, what we've talked about in the past is is how you can maximize the 48 hours that you have at IMTS. We know that in 2014 there were over 114,000 people who attended IMTS, uh, and uh, that's a big number. Okay, and, and of course that number includes exhibitors. So you know, those of you that are passport uh, subscribers. You know, if you go into Passport, I think it's something like uh, there, there was a total of 59,000 registered attendees at uh, IMTS 2014, and uh, we're certainly expecting, or I'm certainly expecting, uh, at least that many. Uh, and you know, I'm thinking we're going to get more this year. You know, even even though you know what, there's there's a little bit of kind of. I don't want to say doom and gloom, but it's you know, there's a, there's a little bit of nervousness out there. But you know what? Uh, IMTS has this, uh, uh, you know, Peter Eelman has a rabbit's foot. And, um, you know, if you look back at the last several IMTSs, boy, everything took off right after the show. And I have to think that the show has something to do with that. But over the 48 hours that you are there, if there are 60,000 people coming through the front door of McCormick Place, well, we know that there are not 60,000 prospects for you. But most important of all is that you are competing with a couple thousand other exhibitors for the time and attention of all of those people coming in through the front doors. Now, I recognize that we have pavilions, we have categories to make it easier for the attendee to find you if they are looking for you. But you want to take advantage of every opportunity possible to attract the right people into your booth, and that includes attracting them right now, ahead of time. So, you know, what we've talked about in the past, you know, I've always, I, I allude to it as, I call it, how do you hunt moose? And when we're talking about hunting moose, you know, it's, you know, it's imagining uh, that the, 
that IMTS is a great big forest of animals, and there are 60,000, we'll just say, animals of all different shapes, sizes, breeds, uh, you know, species, everything coming into uh, uh, McCormick Place. But we are looking for this guy right here. That's who we're looking for. Is we're looking for that moose out of all of these animals that are there at the show. And we want to talk to that moose. We want to make sure that that moose knows we are at IMTS and then and also that the moose, we're doing something, we're sending out messaging to that moose that is going to help uh, the moose decide to come and visit us. And so what I've shown in the past is number is, is I call it the marketing diamond. All right, and I know a lot of you have seen this, and that's okay. It's just a quick little reminder, you know, is that is that uh, is that what the way we approach marketing is number one is to define your market, to know your market as thoroughly as possible. Like I say, hunting moose. Now, those of you that have not watched these videos in the past, go back into the archives and go look for these videos over the last, you know, since. Um, the workshop in January. You can watch the videos from the workshop, and then since then, and you can see me discuss number one, defining your market, the importance of defining your market, uh, and the, especially the importance of understanding your market as best as possible, and that you're seeing things from their perspective. The second part of marketing is what is the message that you are sending to them? What is the bait? that you are sending out, you're communicating with them that, that is just moose bait, moose bait, that you want them, that you want them to, to get that message and they say, oh yeah, I need that, okay, I need to put that company down on my list uh, to visit during IMTS. And, uh, um, and in fact, if, uh, if, it's, if the message is really, really powerful, then, then uh, you actually get them to want to make an appointment with you. Uh, and so then, once you've identified those things, then you look at the media. You look at the media that you are going to use to communicate with your moose. And, uh, uh, and most companies do this backwards. Most companies will, uh, will approach it from the perspective of they'll say, okay, well, we're getting ready to go to IMTS, so uh, let's really get, let's, let's just, you know, let, let's get on social media and start blasting everybody, right? Well, you got to make sure that the moose are hanging out there. You got to moose. That, uh, you got to. You got to make sure that it's that you're actually hitting the right forest ahead of time. When uh, you know where are they hanging out? What are they reading? What are they listening to? Uh, and uh, and then once you've determined that, then you can send stuff out. So I'm going to talk about the top tools. All right, they're not necessarily in what I would consider to be priority order. Uh, but these are the top tools, and I'm keeping it very short, very sweet, uh, because uh, I don't want to overwhelm people. Sometimes when I get into all, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, is that literally any tool out there that you can use to communicate with, you know, with people, uh, down to billboards, which of course, uh, uh, if you've been to any trade shows of any size, you will often see billboards. Uh, from exhibitors. You will see uh, signage at airport, things like that. These are all media. They are all the tools that you can use to communicate with the marketplace. Now, the thing, again, the thing to make sure that you're, you're uh, paying attention to is that, that you're using, number one, the right tools, and you're, using, uh, and you're sending the right message, uh, you know, communicating with your moose. So even if you're using something as, as, uh, as unusual as a billboard, you know, in, you know, outside of McCormick Place or something like that, you still have to make sure that the message 
is matching the market. Okay, you don't want to you don't want to broadcast out a message that will attract all the animals in the forest to your booth. You just want to attract uh, you just want to attract the moose. So uh, so what I want to do first is share with you what I consider to be kind of the rules of pre-show communication uh, uh, before I get into the tools. The rules uh, uh, rules of pre-show. Now I am an author. Uh, those of you that have gotten my book, uh, How to Get the Most Out of Trade Shows, uh, from McGraw-Hill, uh, and it's still still available out there. Now, I will tell you this, okay? 90% of the information in that book is evergreen. It still works really, really well. 10% of the, the information in that book is from is a, a, a timing thing. It talks about, you know, I wrote the book back in 1990. I did update it. Uh, you know, we did do... Uh, versions updated over the years, but they haven't asked me to update it in a long, long time. And so, you know, you get in there, and there's some terminology. There are things that I talk about, like regarding the internet, uh, that are really past, really past tense. But just if you can get by all that stuff, the information is still, still good. Uh, but McGraw Hill, many, many years ago, had a, uh, they, they had a, an ad that they were running that was really promoting ma magazine advertising is really what it was. Uh, but it was, it was an extremely popular uh, ad. And this is something that, this is how you have to put yourself in the mind of your target market in advance. And it doesn't matter who your moose are. You've got to do the best you possibly can to put yourself in their head in their shoes, or I call it in their, you know, wear the hat of your customer, and be prepared to communicate with them from their perspective. See, what we tend to do is we tend to talk to people about ourselves. We talk to people about our product, how great our product is, how great our service is, and here's what we do really, really well. And here's how we've been doing it. And here's and we've been doing it for 50 years. And we, 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 I, I, I. And that is simply talking to them from your perspective. And uh, and that's just blasting information at them, hoping that something will stick. But if you look at this, and this was an ad that they ran, and this is supposedly, this is, let's say, this guy is your moose. And here's what, you, and here's what he's thinking. He goes, I don't know who you are. I don't know your company. I don't know your company's product. I don't know what your company stands for. I don't know your company's customers. I don't know your company's record. I don't know your company's reputation. Now, what was it you wanted to sell me? See, and and uh, you know, and this is this this thing was a giant hit as far as I mean, it, if there was viral marketing back in the days before internet, this was this was one of the examples because it was really really hitting home that when you are communicating with people, you can't just talk at them. You cannot do that. You have to uh, uh, talk to them from their perspective. And you have to think about what you're trying to accomplish. So based on that, all right, I call rule number one, think the next step. See, what I see a lot happen in, in any type of marketing, not, nece you know, not necessarily people coming, wanting to come to the trade show, but even just in general. I see a lot of companies just try to sell. They, they're either number one, they are trying to sell the product completely through an ad, let's say, in a trade magazine. Um, and, uh, and, and that's, that's, 
That's a huge mistake. You're not trying to sell a product. You're trying to get them to go to the next step. You want to think about, you know, I call it, basically, it's real simple, next step marketing. What is the next step in the relationship building process? So if we, if we think in terms of IMTS, then when you are communicating, you know, with people in advance, well, what's the next step? The next step is to get them to come to your booth at the show. That's it. That is all that you're trying to do. You're not trying to do anything beyond that. You're just trying to get them to come to your booth at IMTS. Uh, and I mean, that's, that is the, essentially the next step. Now, actually, I'm going to show you there might actually be steps in between there, too. But that's the, that would be the generic next step for everybody as far as what you want to accomplish using your pre-show uh, promotions in advance. That's, that's rule number one is think next step. Rule number two is remember that who you are communicating with, these are people. These are not companies that you are communicating with. And, and just because you are in what is called the B2B world, business-to-business -business world, you are not a business communicating with a business. You are not, okay? You are people communicating with people. So you want to talk to them like they are people. And you want to communicate with them like you are people, okay? So, you know, you don't refer to yourself as a company, and you don't send things to them and say, dear, dear, you know, dear company, you know, dear attendee, or something like that. I mean, you're, you want to talk to them, people talking to people. And then the third thing, which is also, which is a big failing uh, in the vast majority of marketing all the time, is failure to have a, you know, what is called a specific call to action. Uh, you know, you know, like um, often you'll see advertising, and it'll, it's and advertising or marketing um, communications will be extremely vague, and they'll refer to them as well. This is our this is our awareness building uh, campaign. We are we are um, building our brand awareness or something like that. Well, I've I have never in my life cast a check on awareness. And I know there are a lot of companies out there that I'm very, very aware of, and I will never give them my money. So awareness without persuasion is sort of like in the medical industry, right? It would be, it would be you know, uh, prescription without diagnosis is malpractice. So awareness without persuasion is the same thing. It's, it's malpractice. Uh, and so in your communications, you want to think in terms of a specific call to action. And that takes us back to rule number one, right? What's the next step? And that would be the call to action, is to, is to get them to agree to move to the next step in the relationship building process. So, so let's, talk about, let's talk about the top tools, and it's only a handful. Of, of top tools that are that are simple, and uh, we're going to get into just talking about what they are, and maybe and and some things to pay attention to when you are using them. Okay, number one top tool, of course, is email. Now, the reason why I am uh, going ahead and saying that the top tool is email is because it's the number one tool that everybody is going to use. They're going to use 
email. Why? Because it's easy, it's free, and we can kid ourselves into thinking that we are being productive, that we are being effective, that we are being good marketers if we just write up a broad uh, email and blast it out to everybody that's attending the show. And you start to see things like, like you know, oh, you know, the subject line will, will say, um, you know, ABC company, uh, you know, visit visit our booth at IMTS. And, you know, the, the thing is, is, you know, who's that for? Who cares that you're exhibiting at IMTS? Uh, you know, if I'm an attendee, why would I care that you're exhibiting at IMTS? And if that's a subject line, why would I open it? So you see, so... So email, and, you know, and, man, I keep, I keep all of the emails uh, that I get from you guys. I get a lot of emails from you guys, uh, you know, for both, both from uh, uh, through Passport, uh, through the IMTS Exhibitor Passport, which you guys, if you're not a subscriber to that, boy, you're really missing out on, uh, on, a, on a great tool. Uh, and also uh, through other, you know, that you got my name, some other ways too, and literally on a daily basis, I'm getting um, you know a bunch of emails from you, and I can say I can safely say that 95% plus of the emails are just simply generic. Uh, um, oh, here's our brochure. Um, you know, we're we're on, we're announcing something you know new or something like that. That that really you know I don't care. I don't care. And uh, why would anybody else care? You got to make me care, right? Go back. Remember the guy in the McGraw-Hill ad. Okay, I don't know you. All right. So, so if we think in terms of next step marketing, what's the next step? See, the next step is they have to open your email. If you send an email to somebody, the next step is to open the email. You, you know, hey folks, they're just like you are. Think about the number of emails that you open every day compared to the number of emails you receive every day. Now, a study recently done by Digital Marketer uh, Incorporated uh, says that the average person gets 147 emails every single day. That's the average person. Now, I would suspect that there are a lot of us on this, uh, you know, on this webinar that get a lot more than that. Well, you know, we don't open all of those emails. We look at them and we, we ask ourselves a couple of things. Number one, do I know this person? Do I know this person? And if it's from a person we know, then we open it. Okay? Um, uh, a big mistake that a lot of companies make is they don't send out personal emails. They don't, they don't use a person's name. It's sent from a company. All right, it's, you know, they look in the subject line, and who's it from? Oh, it's from ABC Widget Company. That's who it's from. Well, I, you know, you know, so what? All right, unless, you know, unless I'm already doing business with you, why would I open that up? Unless I'm already doing business with you. So, so we look at the name, where it's from, and then if we don't know who it is, um, uh, and we don't have a relationship with them, then... We might look at the at the subject line, and the subject line. If the subject line is not interesting or useful for me, then I'm not going to open it. I'm going to just delete it. And you do it all the time, and your customers do it all the time, and your prospects do it all the time. So your subject line 
has, is really, really, really important. If they don't already have, if you don't already have a relationship with them, then when you are thinking about sending an email blast, which you all are doing, then you have to give a lot of thought to the subject line. Why should they open your email? That's the important thing. If they don't open your email, nothing happens. So, you know, you can do things like here. Here's a couple of things you can do in the email subject line that will help get them to open it up. Now, number one is to identify your target. So, like in this case, uh, so I'm just using an example here. So, like let's say you send out an email uh, blast uh, to a bunch of attendees that are coming to IMTS. And you specifically are looking for project managers, project engineering managers, or, or somebody like that. That's that's your that's your moose that you're looking for. Okay. Well, when you put that in the in the subject line, it kind of it, it kind of rings a bell in their head because it says it says, oh yeah, that's who I am. That's 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 what I am right there. So that attracts their attention when you use uh, uh, like their title. Uh, you know, what they're responsible for, things like that. If you can do that, that helps a lot to, uh, to get them to open it up. If what, then you do, then you're all, and this is also joining the conversation that is already going on in, the, in their minds. See, it's sort of like, um, you, know, I'll re, um, you, know, you know, we don't, uh, we don't really think, you know, we're not thinking about the exhibitors at IMTS uh, ahead of time. We're not thinking about there are 2,000 exhibitors at IMTS. If I'm an attendee going, I'm not thinking about all 2,000 exhibitors. I have things going on in my head that are important to me, that, that are things that are keeping me awake at night. There are, things, there, there are uh, projects I'm working on. Uh, there, there are challenges in my, in, in my business, maybe some obstacles, maybe, maybe I've got some problems going on, or maybe I've got, say, uh, you know, some type of, I'm, I'm expanding my business or something, and I want to I make, uh, make it bigger, I want to make it more efficient, things like that. That's what's going on in my mind right now. So if you're able to join that conversation by number one, that's what you're doing when you call the people uh, by their title, you know, hey, project managers. Uh, um, you know, I have a question. You know, I've I've got a question for you. I've got an offer for you. I've got something interesting for you, uh, and that helps them to open it op open up the email. So, for example, for a subject line, uh, you know, maybe something like, you know, hey, have you standardized your equipment and processes yet? You know, and and if somebody is thinking about doing that, uh, or they're working on that, which uh, I understand. I understand. I'm not an engineer. I don't. You know, I, I don't even play one on TV, okay? Uh, so, uh, so I'm just uh, grasping at straws here, hoping that I'm saying, saying the right stuff. But I think, that, I think I've heard conversations like this about somebody saying, saying yeah, I'm, I'm trying to standardize my, my equipment and processes. And, uh, you know, or I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to set up MT Connect or something like that, uh, you know, in, on my floor and, and, you know, make things much, much more much, much more efficient. Well, if they're already thinking about that, if that's something that's already going on in their head, and you put that in the in uh, the subject line, they, it's going to attract their attention. It's going to it's going to they're going to see it because that's already in there. There's a term for this, and uh, it's uh, um, it, this is a term that. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where consultants and speakers come up with this stuff, and I don't know where, where we come up with this, but, but I happen to know that there's a term called, that we have in our head what's known as the reticular activating center. I don't know where that term came up, uh, um, who came up with it or anything like that, 
Now, I learned that a long time ago, the reticular activating center. And what that essentially means is that we, as human beings, our brains tend to move in the direction of our current dominant thought. See? We tend to move in the direction of our current dominant thought. That's what, that's what the reticular activating center does. So when I, was, uh, uh, when I moved from Los Angeles to Seattle, uh, and I had a BMW, you know, which I drove around Southern, Southern California, and my BMW was awesome. It was a great car. I loved that car. Uh, and I get up here. And there was nothing wrong with the BMW in, in Seattle or anything like that, but I'm in the Pacific Northwest, you know, and there's mountains and, the, you know, and, and trails and, and occasionally, occasional precipitation or something like that. And, and, and uh, I thought, you know what, I want to get a, I want to get a Jeep. That's what I want to get. And I thought about it for a while, and I thought, yeah, you know, not only do I want to get a Jeep, I want to get a a, uh, a I looked them up, you know, studied them a little bit. I, I want to get a Jeep Grand Cherokee. And I thought about what color do I want to get? I, go, I want to get a forest green Jeep Grand Cherokee. And the moment I decided that, you know, my reticular activating center, that was my current dominant thought. And so it started to move in the direction of my current dominant thought. And guess what? You know, with the, you know within the next week, I could not believe how many... Forest Green Jeep Grand Cherokees were on the road in Seattle. I mean, there were a lot. I had never seen. I said, "Where did they all come from?" Because I never saw all these all these Jeeps before. Uh, well, but that's because I wasn't paying attention to that stuff, and, and it joined the conversation that was already going on in my mind. That's what you really, really want to do. Now understand, and I, you know, I, I, I get what I'm saying here is that, um, you know what? This is hard. You have to really think about this. You have to really study your marketplace. You have to understand your moose, and you have to understand their problems and their issues and their challenge and their aspirations. You have to understand this stuff so that you can tie your product or service into their situation because the more you can do that, the more you're going to be able to attract their attention. And, and, and so, so in emails, you know, we talk about the subject line being extremely important. Because if they don't open the email, then nothing else is going to happen. Now, once they open the email, we're still thinking next step marketing. Okay, once they've opened it, we have to recognize that we are not selling our products. Okay, that's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to we're trying to sell the visit. We want them to come to see us at IMTS. Now, again, this applies to all your marketing. This applies to everything. I'm talking specifically about attracting people to your booth at IMTS. Uh, but in general, the rest of the year, when you are doing marketing, ask yourself, what is the next step? What is the next step in the relationship building process? You're not, sell you know, you're not selling your product to somebody because, as we know, there are often many, many steps in between when you first meet them to uh, getting that final sale. 
Uh, you know, I mean, a lot of it depends, obviously, on the, the price and the, the, the type of product that you've got and, and, and things like that. But for most of us that are watching this, uh, it, it, there are multiple steps. So we want to sell the next step. And then we, when we get to that, we want to sell the next step. So in this case, we're trying to sell the visit. So what can we do? Well, you know, we can – and then, then we want to give them a way to respond. We need to give them a reason for coming to see us at the show, now that I've got your attention, you've opened the email, now that I've got your attention, you know, uh, you know, here, you know, you know, we are here to help you solve this problem. We are here to help you achieve this aspiration. That's what we are here to do. And we would really love to meet with you and talk with you at IMTS. You say, you're joining the conversation in, in their mind, making them say, oh, yeah, uh, this is something I really need to be paying attention to. I'm going to IMTS. I think I, I want to go see them. But now, most companies will then just leave it at that. Even the companies who get so far as to do a great subject line to do a, and, and to do a nice message that joins the conversation going on in the prospect's mind, but then they drop the ball. They just say, oh, we'll be at booth, you know, 1472. Uh, you know, come by and see us, all right? Well, that's hope marketing. That's hope marketing because all you're doing, again, is you're kind of blasting it out there and you hope that they come to see you. Really what you want to do, now certainly not everybody's going to respond, but you want to give them a chance to respond if at all possible because you want to know who's interested. And so what you want to do, if, you know, for, for lack of a better term, you want the moose to raise their hand, I'm sorry, raise their hooves. Okay, that's a, that's a hook. You want to get them to sort of raise their hand and say, yeah, I am interested in what you, what you have. So you can ask for, that, ask for something. You can say, you know, would you, like to se you know, would you like to set an appointment? Click this link. It will take you to a page that you can fill out to request an appointment. Or you can say, or you can say um, if this is something of interest to you, we have a white paper. We have a chart. We have an infographic. We have an ebook. You know, we have uh, um, you know a recorded webinar that goes into some, you know the top ten questions customer you know people ask about this particular problem or something like that. And you are, you are offering them that information, and then they go, yeah, I'm interested in that information. They click the link, takes them to a page where they sign up. They give you their email address, maybe their name, maybe their company name. It's up to you. Uh, and then they request that, but you now, they've now raised their hands and you are now catching, you know, gathering the, a list of people who have shown a strong, a strong interest. So you could also uh, send the, you know, and then, and then you are sending them to that landing page, like I was talking about, that uh, uh, you're, you're, you're taking them out, you're getting them to respond. Or you can have, you can have them reply to your, your email address. Um, you know, I, I often think that one of the dumbest things I ever see is when a company, and it, it, it's very often from a company, not a person, uh, but I will get an email from a company with some type of an announcement in it, and it's a do not reply to email address. And it'll even have a message in there. And it'll say, it'll say uh, this email address is not monitored. Well, what's the point then? What's the point of sending if you're not giving people a chance to reply to you. I mean, it's fine to have a link for people to click through and stuff like that, but what if somebody just wants to click reply and say, hey, yeah, I'm going to IMTS. I'd like to talk to you. Uh, yeah, uh, let them do that, 
okay? Let them do that. Let them reply, let them reply to you. So, uh, so the main thing with email is, is the subject line. You need, them to, you need to use the subject line to get them to open the email. Use the message to join the conversation going on in, in their mind that will get them interested in talking to you. Then you want to also provide uh, a, a, a call to action. Very, very few companies do this. Very, very few companies do this. The ones who do, they are using email success, successfully. But email is a tool. And, and, it, and in my opinion, it's not the strongest tool. Because even using those techniques does not necessarily mean that somebody's going to uh, open, read, or respond. Okay, It's going to be a, a percentage. And typically, it's a small, a low percentage. Uh, of, of people, even if you have a list of your own, uh, it's it's usually it's usually small. In my opinion, direct mail is your best tool. In my not so humble opinion, direct mail is your best tool for a whole bunch of reasons. Not the least, not the least is that uh, you know that that for some reason people seem to think that mail is passe now as a business tool. Uh, um, and so I would like to know how many of you did not open your your mail this week. Raise your hand. I'm gonna, somebody's going to raise their hand. You know, but but uh, how many of you did not open your mail this week? We all open our mail. We open our mail every day. When we come back uh, when we come back from a business trip, there's a big pile of mail, you know, on our desk. And very often, that's the first thing that we do is we go through our mail. But because people think that mail is passe now. Because more people, more people are looking for the instant, you know, instant gratification, so to speak, or the instant communication of email, of texting, you know, video, uh, you know, uh, face, uh, you know, um, FaceTime, uh, Skype, stuff like that. Um, then you know, a lot of a lot of people and a lot of companies are shifting literally 100 percent of their efforts into online marketing. Uh, now, if, if you've done that, if you've shifted to online marketing um, because somebody outside, some agency said, you need to shift all your, all your budget to online marketing, um, frankly, I would fire them as soon as possible and get out. Because here's the thing. There are many roads to the top of the mountain. There are many, many roads to the top of the mountain. One road, just because one one person or one company says to you this road is is the one you should take, does not necessarily mean that's the one you should take. And if another road is faster, if another road is better paved, then you still want to pay attention to that. And and things like direct mail right now, it's so easy to stand out in in direct mail. It's so easy to get somebody's attention. In direct mail, because we still open our mail. We still well, I wouldn't say we open everything, but you you are not getting 147 pieces of identical looking mail every single day. So direct mail is still uh, is still. I, I mean, face to face is the most powerful tool. Sure, face to face. That's what you're going to do at IMTS. We got to get them there to IMTS so that we can have that face to face with them, right? But the tool, the best tool you can use ahead of time is, uh, is, is direct mail. Now, what is the next step? 
when we do a mailing, the question is, what is the next step? And, and in the mailing, the next step is to get them to open your mail. Now, certainly some of you might be saying, well, we send out postcards, and that's great. I, I, think, postcard, I think postcards are great. Uh, but, uh, but of all the possible things you can send in the mail, the postcard is the weakest. It is the weakest because, uh, because it's a postcard. You know, I mean, people look at it, flip it over, and if it doesn't grab them just like that, then they toss it. All right, so I'm not necessarily discouraging you from using postcards, but uh, but they are not the best. They are not the best. Uh, you, you know, if we want somebody to open our mail, then we have to think about what is going to make sure that this stands out from the pile. You know, when they go, you know, when you go get your mail, you take your pile and you go stand over the trash can. All right, we'll call it. The trash can is called the B pile, all right? And you start going through your mail. And you keep, you go A pile, B pile, B pile, B pile, B pile, A pile, B pile, B pile, B pile, B pile. You know, that's, that's kind of what we do. And if it doesn't attract our attention, if it doesn't look, look interesting or useful to us, if it's not from somebody we know, then very often it goes right right in the trash. So the thing to do, though, is to make sure that you grab their attention. And so the very first thing is to get them to open it. And my recommendation to all of my clients is at the very, very least, at the very least, you want to do one of two things. I'm going to show you four, but, I'm going to, but uh, at the very least, you want to send either a personal letter. Attendees tell me, they've been telling me for years and years, that when somebody sends them a personal letter, it's addressed to them personally, it's from a person, it's in a number 10 envelope, and it has a first-class stamp on it, that's a personal letter. If it's a letter, if it's a number 10 envelope, it has a label slapped on the front, you know, a tape uh, label stuck on the front, that's not a personal letter. If they, if it says, if it doesn't have a return address, very often that's not a personal letter. If it says it's from XYZ company, that's not a personal letter. If there is a bulk mail indices in the corner, that's not a personal letter. Personal letters people like to get and people will open. That's the first thing. And I would certainly encourage you to do that at least with your top prospects, at least with your top prospects. But the second thing that I recommend to my clients is to actually send something that is that just grabs their attention. So, like for example, I recently had a client who uh, wanted to talk to people about uh, uh, website design, and they wanted to. Uh, um, and and who knows? Some of you might. I think uh, I don't know if any of you were on that list or not, but I know that they were looking at uh, companies in the manufacturing world. If you know, if you see something like this come in. You know, you'll know where it came from. But uh, but it was a tube, and uh, there's, it worked really well. They're going to still use this, and uh, it was a tube. And you know, when a tube comes in, it's very hard to stand over you know to stand over a, a trash can and say, "Gee, I don't want to open this tube." No, it's 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 unusual. So a tube with a letter, maybe a little little trinket inside that uh, makes noise when you shake it. So they go, "Oh, what is that? What's inside?" So it gets them to open that. It open open that up. Uh, um, colorful envelopes are uh, also big. I I send out you know when people get 
letters from me, mailings from me, you know, newsletters or things like that, um, I send them out in, in my orange envelopes. And I get lots and lots of people saying to me, yeah, you know what, every time I get that orange envelope, man, I rip that thing open because I know it's from Steve. Or other people who have never met me before, they'll, they'll say, that orange envelope, boy, that really got my attention. So I had to see what was inside that. So you could use, you know, pick a color that's, that's congruent with your company's logo and, uh, and use that uh, and, and mail it. That, that gets lots of attention. Greeting cards. Greeting cards, not postcards. You know, everybody opens greeting cards. We don't get very many in the mail. Uh, and uh, when we do get a greeting card, we open a greeting card. And you can, well, these are, you know, these are you know, not, not the kind of greeting cards I'm talking about. I'm talking about a business greeting card. You can, you can design these online, and you can even have them sent directly online, or you can order, you know, order a whole bunch of them and then handwrite some, uh, a, a little message inside and handwrite the address on the front. That gets opened, okay? And you can also, much like the tube, it's amazing what, what, you, what you can mail today. The shapes, the, uh, the sizes, things like that. Uh, and I'm not talking about UPS or FedEx or anything like that. I'm talking about through the mail. Uh, and I've seen this used a number of times. But you can actually send out, you know, bank, you, you can send a bank deposit bag to people in the mail. And it can be, you know, labeled. And even if it, you know, it's going to have a label on it. Yes, of course, it's going to have a label on it. But people who get a bank deposit bag got to, they say, you know, what's inside that? What's inside that? So, so an unusual uh, shape, color, uh, things like that on the outside will get their attention. And you really want to. Uh, and and so number one is get their attention, right? Get them to open it up. Then once they get inside, you go back to that same. So the same rules that I was uh, uh, I was talking about with the uh, with email is that the message then that's on the inside that letter for example right there that you see with that uh, bank bag uh, is a uh, uh, it's a message that joins the conversation going on in their mind so now you're getting into the body of the message and you also have a call to action in there as well so uh, direct mail to me is the best of all. Now this doesn't necessarily mean not everybody here has the budget to send um, you know a bank bag out to say 5,000 people. Well fine. You don't send it out to 5,000 people. You send it out to 200 people. You pick out your 200 top prospects and then you you communicate with them. You want to get you want to get your best prospect to come and see you at at the show. That's what you want to do. You're much. You're going to be much more successful when you absolutely laser beam and target uh, a, a highly qualified attendee rather than try to just do a big blast out there and hope that something sticks. Um, then let's talk about social media for for, for a minute. Um, social media. What you're on there? You, whether you're on you know Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter, or Instagram, or something like that. Um, you know, what is the purpose? Well, think about that. What is the next step when you are communicating with people on social media? Well, very, very simply, because it's, a, because it's social media, the next step is you, is you want them to want to hear from you. That's what you want. You want them to want to hear from you. 
Otherwise, they're not going to pay any attention to your messages. I will also say that you probably also want to, and I, I should have added this on here, is that I would encourage that not only that they want to hear from you, but when they do hear from you, you are giving them an opportunity, a call to action uh, that says, uh, hey, click here to get that ebook. Click here to get those the 10 questions our customers are always asking us or, or you know something like that. And the click takes them outside, takes them back to your website, to a landing page, to a, to a squeeze page, uh, somewhere else that's off of the uh, off of the social media that you're using. It's fine to use social social media, but the big problem there is that you got to recognize that it is social media. You know they, um, uh, you know the the operative word is social. Even though people come on and they still talk business, they talk to each other, they they connect with their affinity groups. On, you know even on Facebook, uh, you know a lot of B2B companies seem to think that oh I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go onto Facebook. Why would I do that? Uh, I'm going to go to LinkedIn. That's where I'm going, and uh, and that's fine. That's fine. You know, you can go to LinkedIn, and and you can probably be uh, probably find your your peeps out there on on LinkedIn. But uh, I guarantee you, they're on Facebook, and if they're on Facebook, they're probably in some way or another they are talking about what they do, what they're interested in, uh, and um, uh, and they are somehow connecting with people who they know, who they like, who they trust, and uh, in other words in many cases with other people just like them. So moose hang out with moose. That's just the way it is. And you can find them on Facebook. So the best places to look, I think, I think the two best places to communicate with, mar with our targets are, and here's LinkedIn, LinkedIn groups. You can go into LinkedIn. You can find groups that are specifically you know, targeted to the manufacturing world. I'm sure a lot of you are in some of these groups. And if you join them and you participate in them from a social perspective, uh, people will want to hear from you. If you come in there and you just automatically start slamming them with, uh, hey, here's what we produce, here's what we make, um, you know, you're going to very quickly either be kicked out of the group or you're going to be uh, um, uh, quickly ignored by everybody else. Uh, but you can come in and you can say you can say things like, "Hey, who's going to IMTS?" Um, you know, or how many people are are interested in, um, uh, you know, standardizing, you know, their equipment and processes or something like that. Um, and uh, you know, you, you start the conversation that way, and then you can start to talk to them from that perspective. And once you've established the relationship, then you can invite them. Same thing. Uh, when it comes to Facebook, there you, know, you, you might find Facebook groups. I had a difficult time uh, finding um, Facebook groups on manufacturing. I'm sure there are some that exist. I didn't spend a lot of time in there. But Facebook advertising, I talked about that in uh, not last month. I think it was two months ago. I talked about how to put together Facebook advertising. Uh, and you can be extremely, extremely focused. And I think that, and, and I think Facebook advertising would also be a tremendous tool for promoting your participation at IMTS because you can identify your moose in your advertising. Uh, you can really laser beam in, into them and uh, um, uh, and treat it almost like it's almost like your ad is like an email blast to people. It's it's you know you you make your ad where the subject line is the headline of your ad and then the body is the is would be the email message body and you get them to click and uh, do a call to action and take them off the site and uh, do the same thing there. So uh, Facebook advertising, I, I, um, it's, it's amazing how great it works. 
Uh, and it's amazing to me how uh, few B2B companies, and in particular, uh, um, works. Hey, Ricardo, you say, you're saying that you've used LinkedIn advertising. Um, and um, while I've, been, I've participated in LinkedIn advertising, and I have some clients that do, uh, it seems like I'm not hearing a lot of success stories. So, um, but I've got to believe there are some out there. Ricardo, is, has that worked? Worked for you? Can you kind of respond real quickly in there uh, um, and uh, tell tell me uh, if it has worked for you uh, um, or something like that? Um, and while you're getting ready, um, don't have too much attention, so not 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 the not the greatest. You know, sometimes it's the uh, sometimes it's the it's the ad. Uh, but it did increase the number of followers, which, you know what, getting the increase of the number of followers now is better than it used to be because now that you've increased the followers, these are people that are essentially, you know, they've shown an interest, okay? They've, they've shown an interest, and, um, uh, and so now you can, you can target them uh, more specifically, and that's, that's, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. You can still uh, promote to them. Um, something to remember in social media is, that you do want to make sure you are choosing the right platform. So, so when somebody says to you, "Oh, you know, you got to do Periscope," well, yeah, you know, Periscope is a great tool for uh, some businesses, some people. Uh, Periscope tends tends to be much more uh, uh, celebrity driven uh, right now. I suspect that uh, these live video platforms, Facebook is doing live video. Uh, these are going to increase. These, these are going to increase because uh, we are a, uh, a people who have proven that we like live, we do like live stuff. It's, it's not really any different than watching live TV. Um, so these are going to grow, no question about it. Um, uh, uh, but as far as right now getting ready to go to IMTS, I'm not so sure. But you need to make sure when I say to choose the right platform, you've got to make sure that your moose, your target market are already hanging out there. Okay, don't guess. If, the, if you don't know, then you don't know. Uh, and stick with the big ones. All right? when, you get, when you get past YouTube, uh, and I'll talk about YouTube here in a second, but when you get past LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter, um, then you're starting to get into the, uh, the long tail. Uh, whether these other, you know, whether, you know, I mean, Pinterest, I don't know if Pinterest works, works for you guys or not. Uh, use images and video. Video, huge. Huge, 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 huge. Uh, at the very least, always have images in uh, your messaging. Even in your emails, put images in your emails. I've, I've been guilty of not doing that, and every time I forget to put an image in my email, I, I just want to you know, kick myself in, in, in the butt. Uh, video is, is huge. I hope that you guys are using video already. Uh, I hope that you already have a uh, channel on YouTube. Uh, Another thing to remember in social media, it's not for direct sales. You're not, you're not selling something. You're not selling something. You're trying to get them to move to the next step. Remember that? Okay. And uh, certainly, uh, if you, you know, when, you, when you use social media and if you're a business or uh, if you do advertising or something like that, uh, eventually the trolls are going to come out and they might come after you or something like that. Just ignore them. Just let them go. Um, they've got nothing better to do with their life. Uh, just, just, just ignore them. But let's talk about YouTube uh, very quickly, and then uh, um, 
wrap wrap this bad boy up. YouTube, uh, I boy, I hope you're using YouTube. I hope you're using it. Uh, I hope you've got a channel. Uh, uh, if you don't, you need to get on there right away. One of the things I'm going to tell you about about putting videos on YouTube is that you don't have they don't have to be professionally produced. They don't have to be expensive. They don't have to cost you anything. So I want you to think about this, okay? Like, like for example, right now, this video I'm doing right now with you, I could be doing this to my target market. I could be producing a webinar to my target market right now. As you can see, I'm in my office. There's nothing fancy. I'm using this this camera right there on my on my computer. I'm using a PowerPoint presentation. I'm recording this right now. And if I wanted to, if this was if I was doing this for my company, I could just simply take this and put this on YouTube. And then I could promote it to my followers or to my I call them my BFFs I could promote it to the industry I could do advertising I could I could uh, put it uh, post it on my blog uh, which I'm doing those of you that haven't uh, I've started doing a weekly very short video that I started last week okay and if uh, if you're not getting that you know then uh, I would encourage you to uh, to get it to subscribe you can go to my website at theadventure.com or you can you can pop me an email. I will show you. Uh, I'll give you my email here at the end, and I will uh, uh, send it send it to you. Or you can go track me down on YouTube. But if you go to theadventure.com and you go to blog, you will see my the the two videos that I did. The first one was I think six minutes long. The second one was five and a half minutes long, or something like that. They're doing very very well. I've posted them in, on my blog. They are YouTube videos. And then I also repost them in Facebook, repost them in LinkedIn, and on Twitter. And I'm getting and getting fantastic response to that. So it's an awesome, awesome tool. You want to, uh, when you send out emails, uh, one thing I would, certainly something you can do when I talked about you know, a call to action, one of the things you could do is you could send them to a video. Uh, a video uh, like I said, videos are very, very powerful. Uh, people people love to watch videos, and what you can do now is you can create videos of what are you going to do at IMTS? What are you bringing to IMTS? So you can say so so if you can get somebody's attention through direct mail, email, social media, uh, any other tool that you decide to use, you can say to them, "Hey, I've got a brief video that I did. It's five minutes. I'm going to talk to you, and I'm going to show you some of the things that we are bringing." To IMTS, so that uh, you can you can kind of get a preview, and then it, you know if you like what you see, you can click and you can also set an appointment to come and see us, so you can get your own personal demonstration uh, there at, at at the show. Very very powerful. If you're not using it, you got to do it. You want to shout out to your moose, talk to your moose on on you know like I said, project engineer uh, uh, managers. Uh, you you get in there and you'd say, hey, this is Steve Miller, better known as Kelly's dad, in marketing gunslinger. Hey there, project engineers. Listen, thanks for coming to this video. See, that's how I'm going to talk to them, and then I'm going to say, you are the you are my peeps. You are the people that I need to talk to. And if this is who you are, let me talk to you about a uh, a problem that I understand is pretty common for you. Or let me and and I'll share with you a solution. Or uh, if you're coming to IMTS and you are working on standardizing blah, 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 then we are the people that you want to come in and see. And let me talk to you a little bit about what we're going to be displaying at IMTS because we want you to come and visit us. 
So you can send out messaging like this that really, really hits home. The thing to remember, you know, is you know I only talked about a few few tools to use. Certainly, there are there are lots and lots of other tools that you can use. Um, in fact, I'll just throw a sh <laughs> let me let me throw something out to you. I was working with a, a client in a completely different industry recently, uh, in the portable storage industry, and the portable storage industry kind of like manufacturing world, right? Been around for a long time. Uh, there are uh, and and we were doing a promotion ahead of time, communication with people to get them to come and see this company at uh, this trade show. And uh, and I said, you know, something you should also think about is setting up uh, that people can contact you via fax. So like when they sent out a letter to people in their direct mail piece, the letter also said, hey, if you would, you know, at the bottom of the letter, it said, it said hey, if you would like to see us at the National Portable Storage Association trade show, just sign the bottom of this, print your name and company uh, and, and email address, and fax this sheet back to us. Now, when I told this company to do that, they just laughed. They said, oh, are you kidding me? Fax? Nobody uses that. They had something like 36 faxes that came in. And, uh, you know, so home run, right? Those are, you know, people, it's, it's amazing how people kind of still have fax machines. So there you go. I want you to remember that. Let me get back down here. Remember, you are competing with over 2,000 other exhibitors at IMTS. If they don't know about you in advance, it does not guarantee that they're going to stop by your booth when you get there. You want to know who your moose are in advance. You want to think of the messaging that you can use that would attract the moose, the moose bait, to bring them to see you. And then you want to execute, implement, uh, to uh, attract them to, to the show. Um, like I said, if you want, if you want to get, uh, want to see those short videos that I'm doing, it kind of just looks like this right here, you know, just me. Um, but you can see what I'm doing, and you can see how simple it is. Uh, and when you combine all of the different, uh, not just the views on YouTube, but everywhere else I'm putting it, I mean, it's um, last last week I think I ended up with a, a couple thousand. So you know, total views and you know, new subscribers and and things like that, which was uh, which was great. I think I don't think it'll it'll be as many this week because that's because the first one. But you can do that too. Very very simple. Uh, and uh, uh, would love would love to send that to you. So Steve at theadventure.com. Uh, and uh, uh, with that, we are a minute and a half over time. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kick this <laughs> happy hunting. Uh, um, and uh, we'll be back next month. I'll be back next week, actually, with a webinar for everybody, and you can sign up for that as well. So I'm going to let you go, and I will, obviously I'll be at uh, IMTS as well. So I look forward to seeing you guys. This is Steve Miller, better known as Kelly's dad and marketing gunslinger, and always remember, be uncopyable. See ya. <laughs>